Wow. Ready to go here? Good old Columbus Hockey Dudes episode. Bringing you another one. Jackets obviously coming off a huge win against the Leafs the other night. Uh, That was pretty fun, man. I was down there. I was in the house. It was just a play playoff atmosphere as always as always it is when the team is good uh the energy in the in nationwide arena is just it's just buzzing man and i listen it was a tuesday night so naturally it 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 was a little bit on the empty side like like there were certainly some empty seats but remember this is a makeup game right this is a makeup game and it was it was good it was the crowd you couldn't tell you couldn't tell the crowd was loud the crowd was on top of the refs booing them as they should because the Jason Spezza goal to tie the game up was just that was just stupid right like i mean <laughs> i i know like what what are we talking about what are we talking about here with distinct kicking motions he clearly kicked it in the net he used his foot his skate his boot propel the puck towards the goalie. You're not allowed to do that. Anyway, it's the Leafs, so you know that they're going to get one and you just it, it just it just comes with the game, right? You know that Toronto is going to get the calls when they're reviewing it in Toronto. I mean, I'm not saying that that it's just a bunch of Leafs fans up in the the film room, you know, looking over things, deciding whether things are goals or not. But it's probably a good chance that they're Leafs fans. I'm, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not accusing anybody of every of anything, but I am saying that it is funnier when it is more fun to beat the Leafs that way too. I'm glad they called that a goal one because they over pushed, but also because it's more fun to beat the Leafs when they had help getting to where they were at in that point of the game, and that's exactly what happened. Uh, Austin Matthews did the little like crowd, like what's up, what's up crowd like thing. Um, after he scored his goal, it was a tap in. I don't know what it was. So up, I don't know what he was going crazy about bunting, had an incredible pass to him to get it to the open net. And I guess Austin Matthews couldn't handle the schwide. So he had to give it back to him. Um, and here's the other thing too, about the jackets. They scored cooler goals. The Jackets, the goals that the Jackets scored were just cooler looking. I think that plays a big part in the telling, like, who won the game. I mean, the Jackets had cooler goals. I, uh, You talk about the, the first line A snipe to get going. Of course, Boone was not going to try to take the puck in himself. He was going to give that off the second he got the chance. And it makes sense because he had 29 behind him, and look what happened. Played off pretty good, I'd say. And then Boquist got the game tying goal to make it two to two after Austin Matthews took the lead. Uh, and a coast to coast, a coast to coast goal, always sick, made it look like it looked like one of my beer league highlights against against D leaguers, just taking it from the own end, bringing it all the way up, using the defenseman to screen a little bit, and just tucking it from deep. That was pretty awesome and unexpected too. And I think at that time in the game. The Jackets had been struggling to get some shots on net. And so Tom had literally said, before Adam Boquist entered the zone, is just just get a shot on net. And he got a shot on net and it went in. So uh, that was good. So, I mean, things were bouncing the Jackets' way. That that may have been a little bit of a muffin. Uh, but it was a goal, so it didn't matter. And then Brandon Gaunt's just 
flying past the Leafs to go chase that puck, a, a puck that Jack Campbell, I think deep down probably wishes he would have played. Uh, Gaunt's got it and put it in the back of the net and had a nice celly to go along with a nice hard earned goal there. And then of course, Boone Jenner wins the face off in overtime to Wierenski. Wierenski passes it off to Voracek and uh, Voracek, you know, drops it behind for line a to uh, tuck one um, and send that one to bed. And I said this after the game, I said, Patrick Line could, he owns the city. If he wanted to, if he signed a long-term deal, with the jackets, he would own this city legitimately. Like this would be, it, he would be to Columbus what Joe Burrow is to Cincinnati, right? Like he's that guy. He's an easy guy to root for. He, you know, the fun outfits, the confidence that he walks into the rink with. It's just fun. It's intoxicating. And he plays fantastic. I mean, he outplayed the guy that got drafted a spot ahead of him in Austin Matthews. So I don't know what what more there is to say about that, man. I mean, he's he's having a career year. We need him to keep it going. And uh, yeah, I mean, overall, just a, a, an excellent night at the Schwyatt. I'm sorry I couldn't get to you guys yesterday to give you guys immediate post game reaction, but just know that I had one of the most fun nights I've ever had at Nationwide Arena this past Tuesday night, rooting for that Jacks team against the Leafs. And I said it on the podcast before uh, in the pregame podcast. I, I know that, th- that there's a 90% chance this team doesn't make the playoffs. I, I understand that. I understand that uh, the cards are stacked against them. I'm still going to get excited when this team wins. And I'm still going to sit here as a fan and believe that this team can win the Stanley cup because what other choice do I, have? I, I, you know what I mean? Like, yes, our time's bad they're not they're not as good as what they were this team isn't isn't as promising isn't as hopeful to the general public at winning the Stanley Cup as other teams that the Jackets have put on the ice before but listen this team is competing for a playoff spot they're still in the hunt and they and they're trending upwards right now live in the moment, live in the moment a little bit. Why not just be believed, just be crazy fans and just, just, just what else, what else, what else do we have other than the jackets right now? You know what I mean? Like, I know we got Ohio state basketball and that's good and great, but you know, not, not a lot of jackets fans are necessarily basketball fans. So we're jackets fans. So we, we pull for the jackets and the, and listen, if the jackets are going to keep winning, I'm going to keep believing I, I they, they've given me no choice here and they've won like six of the last seven here. They've won three in a row and they got a Florida team tonight and they don't have Zach Rowanski, which is frustrating. Uh, Jody Shelley just shared that with people on Bishop and Laurinaitis on his little Shelley time talk. That's not good. <laughs> That's certainly not good. I, I, I don't expect the jackets to win this one as hot as they've been. There's, there's just certainly a grave chance that they just don't win this one tonight. And that's okay. And that's okay. Because between this one tonight and Carolina tomorrow night on a back to back, I just want to see the team get two points. Just split, just split. Uh, whether it's even if it's two losses in overtime, yes, that will suck. But just get some points against these two teams, man. These are two Eastern Conference powerhouse teams. And I know both teams necessarily haven't been playing their best hockey as of late. And maybe there's a chance you can jump on them. The Jackets, of course, are playing their best hockey. 
yes, if you can win one, great. If you can somehow get three out of four points, even better. And then if you can get four out of four points, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, but I'm gonna be the definition of delusional. I'm, I'm gonna seriously put a, I'm gonna put a future in on the Jackets if they win these next two games. And I don't think anybody should even try to stop me because they're not gonna have Zach Wierenski tonight, and he's one of their best players. So they can win this game without him. It means that they're really, really trending in the right direction. And I don't know who's in net tonight. I do want to give a shout out to Jean Francois Berube. The way that that guy played these last two games for the Jackets was just, was just impeccable. I mean, it was just beautiful. You're talking about a goalie that came up from minor league hockey, getting his shot to play in the NHL. And yes, I know he's had some time in the, in the NHL before, but certainly not for a few years. I think he he went four or, f- four or five years in between NHL starts. And now here he is getting two big wins for the Jackets at home. And games where he absolutely made some huge saves. And and he's just taking advantage of his opportunity, right? He's just a goalie coming up and just doing what he's got to, to, to stay in the mix. And I don't know who it's going to be tonight. I got to look that up. Already found it. Jeff Shibota is saying that it is Brube again. The chief, the chief, as Tom called him, because uh, you know Brube, of course, was uh, the last name of the the Blues coach who won them a Stanley Cup, and uh, his nickname was Chief. So Tom started calling Gene Francois Chief, and I'm okay with that. So Chief is in net tonight for the third straight game. Hey. Why not us? <laughs> Why not us? It's listen, if there's one thing I want you to bet on tonight, it's the over. Just just bet the over. I know it's uh I think it's six and a half tonight. That's a good number. Uh the Jackets were were put up or not seven, excuse me, but I'm still gonna take the over. The Jackets were put up against a, a big number the other night against the Leafs, and and that one was seven. And that game was an under game. That game was under the whole way. I can't believe that it did push, um, but also I can believe it. I wasn't sweating it for one second. It's just funny that how a game that can feel like low scoring nowadays for the Jackets still was able to push that seven number. So that's huge. I'm gonna take that tonight, and especially like like I said with Zach Wierenski out, you just really don't know. I don't know who's gonna be in the net for the Panthers. I assume it's gonna be Bobrovsky, but uh, we know what the Panthers can bring offensively in Huberdeau. Barkov like they're just they're absolutely stacked so they've been that team all year they're certainly a team that uh, can go on and win the Stanley Cup and I think they're gonna they're gonna bring the heat they're gonna bring the heat tonight there's nothing more else really what to say Um, so yeah let's just get after and see how it goes you know why not us why not us I would I wish so badly I was down in South Beach right now for this game I'm definitely making it a goal one day to get down to South Beach for a Florida Panthers game because I think, especially with this Florida Panthers team, the under G, I think at the rink has to be a little bit better. I mean, we just saw, what, like a month ago, Kodak Black was being twerked on down there at a Panthers game. That's just, that. that's exactly what a South Beach team needs. They just need to promote this like Miami club environment and uh clearly clearly it's working because the team's playing good I think attendance has to be up because of that it's just it is nice just seeing like scenes of 
Florida Panthers games and seen seen some fans there. You know what I mean? Like not even a lot of fans, just some fans there. I imagine I, I'd like to see a big jackets crowd tonight too. I'd like to see, uh, I think, you know, generally there's a lot of people that used to be from Ohio or were born in Ohio that lived down in Florida and you know, some snowbirds, you know, that spend their time down there. This is a chance for, you know, the jackets don't get to uh, take over a lot of barns as away fans. I think actually, I think you can count on the times like on your hand, how many times jackets fans have taken over an away barn that happened, that happened in Arizona. I know that definitely happens in Arizona where there's, there's a also Arizona is just in such a sad state, by the way. I was trying to watch that game last night, as I usually do. I, I, if I have a good night gambling, I, I try to win a little bit more. So I put a few more bucks down on the Arizona Coyotes to win it in overtime, or, or I put it on in the last five minutes left in the third period. They were tied two to two with the Kings. I was watching that game, and I just wasn't feeling it. Like I wasn't like I was like, this is so sad. The fact that. This team plays in an NHL arena right now and is about to move to a college arena. Like, what would you be thinking as a fan in that situation? It just would be just awful. If I'm being completely honest, it just would be like the worstest, like grossest feeling. Like after this, we are moving out of an NHL arena and going down to play in a college hockey bar, which I can't judge it yet. I don't know what that environment will be like. Maybe they will pack. 5,000 people in every single night and maybe it will be a little louder and maybe the players will feed off that energy a little bit. I mean, but I just don't see it happening. I really don't. I think the, I think it's going to be, uh, I don't know. I need to get my guy, Carl Pavlock on talk a little bit more about it. Maybe sometime here because it's just, just going to be weird, man. It's gonna be weird. Like what kind of locker room are they going to have? Where's the practice rink going to be? Just so many questions if I'm being completely honest, but uh, anyway, yes, I totally want to make it down to South beach sometime. Those tickets can't be that expensive. Uh, just sounds like a good time, you know, hitting the, uh, hit, hitting the, the beach during the day, hitting the town at night after the game and smashing it with a hockey game in between that, maybe a golf round during the day. Just sounds like an, an incredible trip to, to go on. Certainly I, I, I will be doing that at some point in the near future. I don't know when, but. Super envious of all the people that are down there right now making that trip. And I just hope it's a good night. I just hope it's a good game. I hope it's a good game, man. And listen, I can't sit here and say that the Jackets aren't going to win it. I don't know that. The Jackets have been playing very good as of late. And when you got a guy like Patrick Laine who can score pretty much anytime he wants to with his wrist shot, I don't think there's any doubt in the world that the Jackets can win this game. Let's just... Let's just see it. And if who knows, maybe a Brube plays on his head a little bit. Maybe this game's crazy. Maybe it's a two nothing Jackets victory, Berube shutout in Florida. And then everyone starts talking about Florida needs to make trades of the trade deadline. Maybe that happens. I don't know. Maybe the Jackets get pumped eight to two. Either way, I, I'm going to be in it. I'm going to be involved in it. I'm going to be rooting for over seven goals because if I am being told by other people, because that was a conversation after the after the Jackets beat the Leafs. Is this win good for the Jackets? Because, you know, whenever a team that can't win the Stanley Cup wins a game, God forbid the fans get excited because, oh, well, they're not going to get a better draft pick. 
So stupid, man. Let the let the fans be happy and excited about their team winning games. Hey, that's okay. We don't need to constantly be tanking for draft picks. We got plenty of draft picks. We got guys that are coming up. We got prospects coming up. I ain't worried about that. I ain't worried about, you know, because guess what? The Jackets aren't going to win a draft lottery anyway. You think you think that the NHL is going to ever let Columbus have a first round draft pick? No, though we all know those balls, those little ping pong balls are weighted. We all know that. We don't have to lie about that. Hell no, I don't want draft picks. I want dubs, baby. I want dubs over Leafs. I want to. I want to teabag Leafs fans as I'm walking out a Nationwide Arena. That's the feeling I want to have. I want to be down in South Beach visiting. Miami watching the jackets and I want to teabag Florida Panthers fans after a fat dub that they take in their own barn. That's, that's the kind of, that's what I want to do. Okay. I want to win money line bets plus money line bets on the jackets. I don't care about anything else. Okay. No, I don't care about draft picks. I want to, I want to get dubs. Let's get some dubs tonight. Let's go. I'm pumped already. Um, yeah, man. I mean, let's this this is it. This is the time of the year where we find out about this Jackets team. Can are are they? Should we be taking them seriously enough to say, hey, the, the hey these guys can make the playoffs? Uh, Bruins, they're going on their road trip. That's the team that, of course, the Jackets need to catch. They're on the road in Seattle, and hey, listen. Seattle, they've stolen they've stolen some dubs from some teams this year. They they see they haven't been that bad of a team at home. I have to give them credit. Um they've pissed me off way way less than I thought they would. And that's mostly because hey, Kraken just haven't been that good. And and that's good. You know, you need to come in the league. You can't just have instant success like the Vegas Golden Knights have. Uh you, you got to you got to lose some and they've lost a lot. In fact, they've lost five in a row. So maybe not the most hopeful bet taking the cracker, the crackers. Oh my God. Taking the Kraken plus money line tonight. But, um, Hey, that would be just a magnificent night, right? A Bruins loss and a Jackets win. Let's get it going. And if we aren't going to win, please let the overhit. God, the worst thing that could happen would be like a three to one loss. Oh God. Oh, I don't even want to think about that. That'd be so disgusting. Brube, just pull the goalie. If you're down three nothing at any point in the game, Brad, just pull the goalie. We get Bruby out of there. Just let the let the net overfill and just get completely embarrassed because we know that the Jackets just frankly don't care when they get embarrassed. They just come out the next night even harder. So let's just let's just see that. Let's just see that. All right. I love you guys. I'll be back tomorrow. I promise you. I got to do a better job delivering content for the fans, delivering epis for the fans. I said I'm going to do a daily podcast. I got to do it. Someone's got to hold me to it. Someone's got to shit talk me a little bit. All right. Someone's got to slap me across the face and wake me up from time to time. I'll wake up. I will. I promise. All right. Uh, love you guys and uh, tell your dog.